joined by the amazing award-winning confidence dilemma author and speaker on wake up and live and he's going to help us become ourselves know ourselves better good morning confidence good morning good morning to the listeners thank you for the opportunity so are you saying or assuming that we are not our true selves <laughs> we wake up and we pretend <laughs> it's yeah it's a it's a very I guess sometimes sensitive conversation because um, we live in a world where a lot of times people have to put on or feel like they have to put on a facade. We live in a world, especially the social media age, where a lot of people want to put forward things that may not be necessarily 100% true. And so we there's this constant pressure to be that which we may not be, to do things which are not aligned to who we truly are. So today's topic is about becoming authentic in essence, you know. And when we think about great achievements, um, somebody will say the greatest achievement may be becoming a millionaire or a billionaire. Somebody will say it's becoming famous. Somebody will say it's becoming internationally um, influential, for example. But I believe the, the greatest achievement is becoming the the person that God created you to be. The idea that he had when he was putting you together. When you have achieved that particular um, um, idea that he had when he created you, I believe that's when you you really you know become successful. That's the greatest achievement that you, you can have. And in, in becoming ourselves, one of the things we have to look at is how do we define ourselves? And one of the mistakes that a lot of people do do is especially in this world, we tend to define ourselves by what we have. So the, the material the material uh, resources that we have. So if I'm somebody, for example, who doesn't have much in terms of uh, money, terms of possessions, I, 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 I may start defining myself, myself through the lack, through, through the things that I do not have. And then I equate myself to being somebody who is poor. And then by that definition, you, you've already, you know, uh, cut the foundation because you've already told yourself that this is who I am. And so you're already building on lack. And the only thing that can be built upon lack is more lack. So one of the things that, one of the things that we have to do is dismantle belief systems which are not helping us become our true selves. Yes. Because now you're saying it's the lack, mm. but those who have, yeah. and they'll define themselves. Say, I'm an accountant. Yeah. Um, and therefore, I I'm okay. I'm okay yeah. in life. And everywhere you go, they have to call them by the accountant. <laughs> Doctor Mama. And then when when the job, you are no longer able for whatever reasons mm. to have a job. Mm. And then now you don't know who you are anymore. Yeah, it's it's, it's so funny. There's a lot of uh, studies have been done, you know, with 
uh, especially people who have been in very high positions. Né? So somebody was a CEO, somebody was the um, MD, chairman of this and that board. And once they are removed from that position, there is a, a sense of depression that comes upon them. Because success can be as, as detrimental as, as failure if you are using it to define yourself. Mm. Because once it's taken away, once it's, it's no longer there, that particular position, that particular standing in society, then it feels like your, world, your whole world has crumbled, you know. Mm. And also, one of the things it does, it makes you realize that um, the, a lot of the relationships that you had were not because of you, but because of the office that you held. One of the common things that people um, that have especially got out of corporate and all of that, say it was, you know, when I was CEO of this and that company, I used to get a hundred calls a day. Everybody was my friend. But now that I'm no longer there, uh, people are not even taking my calls anymore. Mm -hmm. So if you base your identity on, on positions, on your standing in society, you're going to get a, a, a wake-up call. Uh, once that thing is, is is no longer in your life, so you shouldn't base it on that yeah. because yeah. if you do, yeah, it's 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 a very slippery slope, and you could end up in depression, having all kinds of mental issues. Okay, so it is true. Sometimes we're not our true selves. Yeah, 100%. Uh, sometimes we are the labels that we choose to yeah, wear. Yeah, um, uh, that there are ladies who are who define themselves by their motherly role or their wifely role. Mm. And then there are other people who define themselves with their careers mm. um, and they forget to be a person. So how do we get to know our true self? Uh, number one, you have to know where you come from. So this is a, it's, it's a journey. And I think one of the things that we have to realize is that it doesn't happen overnight. You know, all... All things that are important and deep in life take take time, and it's it's not something that you know. Even after this talk, this is a these are steps to take upon the journey. So number one, to know yourself, know where you come from, and this is not merely a geography question. You know, it's a biography question. Your history should be put in its proper perspective. You know, if you want to, if you want it to benefit your future. Let me make an example. If you went through failure, no. Mm -hmm. There are two perspectives that you can have. You can say, I am a failure. Because whenever you say I am, it means that you are defining yourself by that particular thing. You can say I am a failure or I went through failure. When you say I went through failure, it means that you understand that it was a phase, it was a season, you had, it was something that you were passing through, almost like passing through a tunnel. But when you say I am a failure, it means that you have parked yourself in the tunnel. Yeah. It means that there is... You don't see potential for you to go beyond where you are right now. So even even when we, we, we look at our past, we have to put it in its proper perspective, in its proper context and say, I am not what I went through. I went through it so that I can get to a, a different place in my life, a better place in my life. But the, the tunnels in my life are not places where I should park the car and, and end the journey there. There's a there's a story um, I read of this this uh, one reporter. Um, he went to a, to an area where they were they were uh, holding elephants, no? and he saw that one elephant, uh, one of the biggest elephants there, was tied uh, by a small rope on its ankle. And he asked one of the trainers, "Why why is this elephant not uh, breaking this rope and, and getting free?" 
And he says, no, from a young age, we use the same size rope to tie uh, uh, this elephant on its ankle. And so it grew up understanding, because when it, when it was young, it could not break free from that rope. And now it has been conditioned to think that I can never break free mm. from this particular rope. Oh. Although now it's 100 times stronger than it was. It would, if, it would just, with one jack of the knee, it can break that rope. Mm. But it has been so conditioned that it can never break that rope that it's not even trying anymore. And so there are so many of us in our lives where we have been conditioned from our young age that where now there are certain things that you cannot do. There are certain levels that our family does not reach. There are certain uh, 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 milestones that this community does not achieve. And that was the, the, the rope that was tied uh, around your ankle when you were young. But now you're older. Now you've got more education. You've got more capacity. You've got more, more relationships. You've got more knowledge. But because that that it was ingrained in you in such a in such a powerful way, although you have the capacity, although you have the gifts, you are still tied to that mentality, and it's the very mentality that's holding you back from becoming who you are truly created to be. Wow. So, so one of the things we have to look at is, as I said, where do we come from, and what are the indoctrinations that have have taken place in our lives that are still holding us back even today even though you know we've progressed in terms of our our, our education you know there are people who are highly educated but they don't see themselves as a leader so you find that they are the most educated person in there but they are being led by somebody who is um, not even doesn't even have half the qualifications because in their mind they say the people of of my of 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 my uh, history of my caliber of my skin color etc do not get into leadership positions but it's that rope that was tied around your, your your ankle when you were young so one of the things we have to look at is how do we start breaking those 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 ropes going back and saying but this belief system is not saving me mm -hmm. this way of thinking isn't isn't helping me to progress in my life and then you know, you've got the strength now, you're older now. You, yeah. If you have to go through therapy, if you have to go and talk to uh, certain individuals, uh, pray about it, go do whatever you need to do to break free from that rope because that rope is the one thing that's, that's uh, holding you from becoming the person that you, you, you are created to be. That mentality, that, that state of thinking that, you know, I'm not worthy, I'm not worth much, etc. So we need to know where we are coming from. Yes. We need to fix the things that are hindering us from where we are coming from. Yeah. The history mm. needs to be rewritten at yeah. times. Yeah. Um, but then to know ourselves, is it only just the past or where we come from that matters? Should we not also be looking to where we are going? 100%, ma'am. So to know yourself, number two, you have to know where you're going. There's a beautiful quote I love that says, knowing where you want to go is half the journey. So half the journey of, of getting to, to a particular place is knowing where I want to go. If, if I know that I want to go to uh, Mozambique or Cape Town or Durban, then I've already taken half the journey because all, now, all, all I need to do now is uh, find a mechanism of getting there. But a lot of people in life don't know where they, they want to go and so they keep going around in circles. You know, it's like that hamster on the on the hamster wheel. 
it's exerting so much energy, but it's not ge- going anywhere. It's not mm. getting to any particular destinations. And when we don't know where we want to go, when you don't have a vision for our lives, we become like that hamster. We find ourselves tired, exhausted, <laughs> but we haven't get gotten anywhere. So it's mm. about knowing where we want to go because the energy is going to be used up anyway. You are going to get up in the morning and, and do X, Y, and Z. But when you look at your life, uh, when you do that evolution at the end of the year, have you made any real progress? And as I said, knowing where you want to go is half the journey. So that's why goals and visions are, are important because goals and visions give you a barometer. They give you a, 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 a target to hit. Uh, one speaker said, you know, if 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 you have no no target, then you are not going to hit anything, you know. And a lot of times as well, is 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 because we have too many targets. The thing about life is that there are so many places that you can go to, ne? that if if you don't decide on one particular destination, you're not going to get anywhere either. It's like somebody who who has too many goals. Sometimes you have too many goals. Sometimes you want to do too many things. And if you aim at everything, you're going to hit nothing. There's a there's a story that um, I like. They say, if you, or it's a quote rather, they say, if, if you chase two rabbits, you'll catch neither. So one of the things we have to decide is which rabbit am I going to chase? And then start implementing uh, strategies to catch that rabbit. Start using our energy and our resources in such a way that you are able to catch that particular rabbit. So number two, to know yourself, know where you're going. Number so, three. Uh, we, we have to know where we come from. Yes, we ma'am. We have to know where we are going. Mm. And you are going to the third one. Yes, ma'am. So number three, uh, just on, on the previous one, um, also, when you know where you want to go, eh, the how will manifest. A lot of times we, we think about, um, we, we give too much attention to the how when we, don't need, we haven't even decided the way. So, for example, if I'm going to Cape Town, I know there's three ways I can get there. I can get there by plane, I can get there uh, by car, I can get there by running if I'm a little bit uh, crazy. <laughs> but there are different ways to get there. So you have to know the way. And then the how will manifest. So number three, to know yourself, know your strengths. You know, if you are blind to your strengths, you'll not see success. And because your success is really hidden in your in your strengths. You know, there's a there's a quote I love by Einstein. He said, "Everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will always believe that it's stupid." Mm. And a lot of us are, are fish okay. cli- trying to climb trees, you know. Ah, we, we, we don't understand what, what our true strengths are. We don't understand what our true gifts and talents and, and, the, and the internal resources that we've been given to actually help us succeed in life. So one of the things that you really need to know is, is know your strengths. And what, what it does, it makes you realize that you have something of value to add to, to the world. When you know your strengths, when you know your gifts and talents, you realize that, you know, I've got something within me that I can add to the world to make the world a better place, to make the company more profitable, to take my, my family to, to a new level in, mm, in life. Mm. So when you understand what your strengths are, it, 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 it gives you that, that confidence that makes you realize, you know what, I can actually add value. A lot of the people who, who are struggling with self-confidence is because they don't have a real understanding of what their true strengths are. So they don't understand that 
through through the strength that I have, there's value that I can add. Because if I don't believe I, I have any value to add, then my self-confidence is going gonna, gonna to take a knock. So one of the things we need to understand is and know is, is, is our strengths. As I said, if you don't know your strengths, uh, you'll always be focusing on, on your weaknesses. And that, that also takes us to the next uh, to the next point. But before we get there, there's a, there's a thought I had. No? You know, when an aeroplane is on, on the runway, it can outpace most cars that are, uh, obviously are on land. But the reason the aeroplane is able to outpace most cars is because the aeroplane isn't made for the land. It's made for the sky. And a lot of times we are like those aeroplanes on the runway and we are happy that we are outpacing all the other cars. But the reason that you are outpacing the cars is because you are meant to be operating at a greater level. Mm. So Mm. when you understand your true strength and you know Mm -hmm. that I'm meant to be operating at a greater level, outpacing the cars will not satisfy you because you understand that, you know what, I'm actually meant to go to a higher level. I'm created to do bigger and better things. So number three, to know yourself, know your strengths. Number four, to know yourself, know your weaknesses. And this is something that a lot of times we, we don't have the vulnerability to to address because we want to always be seen to be strong, seen to be macho, seen to be able to do anything and everything, you know. But to know to really know yourself, you have to know your weaknesses. You have to know what you're not good at. You know, they talk about blind spots, and one of the reasons is called why it's called a blind spot is because you can't see it. Yeah. And yeah. so a lot of times we are, we, are, we are blind to our own weaknesses. But you need to have people in your life who are brave enough, who love you enough, actually, to point to you your blind spots, yeah. to say, you know what, yeah. in this particular area, maybe you need to delegate. In this particular area, this is not your area of strength. You're wasting too much time in that particular thing. So have people in your life who are willing to show you your blind spots because once you know the blind spots, it makes your your journey a lot easier. So so you need to be humble to yeah. be able to be oh. told yeah. what your weaknesses and your strengths are yeah. to be showed your blind spots. So I, I suppose one of the things that are needed in this list is to get to know yourself be humble because you can see yourself through others' lens. 100%. Mm. And you've, you've touched on a point that, that I've also noted about um, being teachable. There's, mm. a, there's a story of, of this king. And this king hired a, a servant. And this, this servant's job was to walk near, near, near the king. And whenever people would praise him, you know, would tell him how great he is, this servant's job was to whisper in the king's ear, you're only a man, you're only a man, so that he remains humble. Because a lot of times, if if we are, you know, when we are so talented, when we are, we are seen to be doing all these amazing things, pride can get yeah. into the heart. Mm-hmm. And we need that little voice that keeps telling you, you're only a man, you're only a man. So that it doesn't get to your head, so that you don't you don't get this inflated ego, yeah, and you true. become somebody who who nobody wants to wants to hang around. So to know yourself, know your weaknesses, and I love the point that you raise about being humble because you need to be teachable. You need to be somebody who's willing to sit down and have people talk talk into your lives, uh, who understand where you want to go and who love you enough to tell you the truth. 
Number five, as we close, know your God-given purpose. You know, there's something that God has created you to do. There's a, a space that you're meant to occupy on this earth, and there's a, a particular need in this world that you, you are created to serve. And one of the things that happens in life no, is when we are able to do, to when we are able to fulfill a particular function, we can end up thinking that that is our purpose. But if I were to take this chair that I'm sitting on, and I still don't need to fix the, the light bulb. The chair has served that purpose, but that's not what the chair was created for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of us who are like that chair that, you know, uh, people are stepping on to fix uh, the, the light bulb. And because we are able to serve in that particular function, we think that's what we are created for. But we're actually created, we're designed actually for something else. So just because you are able to do a particular thing, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are created for that particular thing. So it really needs that introspection. It needs you to sit down and think about uh, what are the things that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, ab- I'm able to do? What are my gifts? What are my talents? But also, you should look at what you are passionate about. Because if, if the chair had emotions, ne? the chair would feel happier when somebody is sitting on it than when somebody is standing on it. Although it's able to, to perform both functions. So the two main clues uh, when it comes to your, your God-given purpose is, number one, ask yourself, what am I good at? So what is my gift? What is the thing that I, I do so naturally uh, that it even amazes people? You know, people will say, but how are you able to do this particular thing? And for you, it's, 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 not, that, it's, it's, it's not that hard. It's not that, that, you know, that wow. But for other people, it is. So ask yourself, what is, what, what is the one thing that I'm, I'm so good at that, you know, people are amazed by it? And also, the other piece is, what am I passionate about? Mm. Because you can be good at something and not necessarily be passionate about it. And when you're not passionate about, passionate about it, it's like a car that doesn't have fuel. Yes, you may be able to, to, to do that particular thing, but you won't have the stamina to do it. You won't have the discipline and the consistency to do it. So number one, as I said, ask yourself, what am I good at? But also pair it with, what am I passionate about? Once you are able to, to get those two pieces working together, then you've got really big clues as to what is my purpose, what is the thing that I'm created to do. And you are you are that much uh, closer to becoming the person that you know God has created you to be. So as we wrap up becoming yourself, um, we have to, number one, to know yourself, know where you come from, to know yourself, know where you're going, to know yourself, know your strengths, to know yourself, know your weaknesses, to know yourself, know your God-given purpose. And I must say, all of this requires you, the individual, you, Atima. Mm. You can't expect confidence to help you know yourself. You can't expect uh, a nungulego to help you find your purpose. All we can do is through these conversations ignited, right? Yeah, 100%. And I, I'm hoping that each and every one of us, including myself, yeah, yeah. Uh, are, are being cognizant of the things that we need to start putting in action. The year has just started. still fresh. still in February. Confidence. You've got books as well. I think getting to know yourself means you need to start reading more as an individual. So yeah. tell us uh, where do we get your books because they are <laughs> really helpful. Yeah. Uh, you can email me info at confidencelemet.com. Um, yeah, we can have the conversation. I also do uh, conference speaking, keynote speaking, and uh, team building. 
so if you're interested in those services, email me and let's have a chat, info at confidencelemet.com. Excellent. Thank you very much. And that is what Thank you. A awesome. blessed week ahead. You too. Nonkululeko Mandula on SAFM.